sorry about your stereo, but that song makes me crazy. <laughs> okay, come on. Let's get the show back on the road. Don't worry about me. I'm out of here. Do your thing. For breaking soccer news, for insight that excels, for expert analytics, you better go somewhere else. Portland Betting Soccer Podcast. Enjoy it now, cause it probably won't last. Pitches poop, they cover it all, they'll discuss everything except football. Portland Betting Soccer Podcast. And, and Josh yeah. leaves. And Josh leaves. I say, here we go. And Josh leaves. <laughs> I had to turn off the. I turned off the heater. Oh my god, that's so funny! All right, and away we go. <laughs> Welcome to episode ninety-two, season five, episode three, if you're counting, of the Portland Vanity Soccer Podcast. Street beefs. My name is Jonathan Everett, and I'm coming to you from Northeast Portland. And coming to you from West Lynn, Oregon, it is Josh. And Greg in Northwest Portland. Today we're talking about some roster moves, rumors, random bullshit. Uh, Kit talk with Josh. Uh, Some 107-ish news and updates, some listener questions. We're going to try to make some predictions about the upcoming matches. I think that's all we're talking about, right? I think uh, so. No, actually, you know what, Greg? That's not all we're going to talk about. Oh. I, I don't know if you guys listen to that fucking stupid podcast, Morrisonic, that's better than ours, but <laughs> they, fired some, they fired some shots, and I, I believe they explicitly said that we are not about that life, and... I, I mean, what do you guys think? Dude, I think we're about that life. You don't know how about that life we are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Back off with that nonsense. Listen, Pat and Pete, it's now serious. And in these moments, we're going to let our little homies ride on you, not ourselves. And as such, we would like in- to introduce a message from a concerned party, the 11th member of the Wu-Tang Clan, Redman. Hey, Redman is in the building. Morasonic, Borasonic. I know y'all looking surprised and shit. Yeah, I know. Listen, at the end of the day, it's all for fun. But Borasonic. I heard y'all not spitting the real news. That's that's the word we I got from PVSP. They like Borasonic is boring. <laughs> At the end of the day, now I love Portland. I fuck with Portland. Like Portland is lit. Every time I come out there, I have a good time. And y'all talk about soccer, the Vanity Soccer podcast. I know is it's all a lot of fun. It's like y'all got fake beef. It's all a lot of fun, but. Borasonic, you need to up your game. You need to fucking up your game because PVSP is is taking a shit on y'all right now. They're they're trying to shit on y'all right now. And they called me to help execute. 
Now, I don't get into people beefs. All right. That's one thing I don't do. I don't get into people beefs. But Pat and Pete. <laughs> Pat and Pete. Are you Pat and Pete? You Pat and Pete. Pete and Pat. Pat and Pete. What the fuck is it? Um, I, I'm not going to down y'all because you know what? At the end of the day, y'all are doing great things for Portland. Y'all are spreading the news and y'all shining a light on these soccer players. That's the main mission at the end of the day. But Pat and Pete, y'all some ugly motherfuckers. That's not. That's never going to change. PVSP, they some ugly motherfuckers too, but Pat and Pete, Borasonic, y'all are uglier. And the back of your neck and ears stink. Rub the back of your ears and smell it. That's you, Pat and Pete. I want y'all to have fun. I want y'all to, to, to roast. Because that's what it's about. Roasting is fun. But Borasonic... Morasonic, Borasonic, whatever. <laughs> I know. It's horrible, right? It's horrible. But at the end of the day, I appreciate PVSP for uh, booking this. Y'all the best. Um, You know, I heard y'all, you know, uh, Morasonic, y'all called out, you know, PVSP on the episode. And they, and y'all was talking a little tough or, uh, or not being tough. Whatever how it went down. They didn't like it, so they had to call me, Big Bro. So Pat and Pete, I'm not giving y'all the whole full roast because I don't know y'all, but I bet you if I look at y'all motherfuckers, it'll be on, nigga. It seems like one of y'all a little chubby. I don't know. It just sounds like it. Like, I could be wrong. One of y'all one of y'all sound like y'all a little chubby, a little pouchy on the neck, <sighs> smelling like cold cuts. And sweat in the back of the neck. Borasonic! Get your fucking game up. This from PS PVSP. Bro! They send a shout out to y'all. Shots fired. Bro, bro, bro. Borasonic! I'll see y'all when I get to Portland. PVSP, y'all the best. I check y'all when I get to Portland. Y'all have fun. Yeah, and keep it on the podcast. Never get too serious about this shit. But Borisonic, step your fucking game up, bro. <laughs> uh, now, who ain't about that life? Hey, oh, Josh, yeah. where do we find us? <laughs> <laughs> we find us at Morisonic's doorstep because we just pumped yeah, the ass. Yeah, if I had, like, gun sound shots right now, I'd play them because you just <laughs> Yeah. Why um, do we pay for the soundboard if we don't have all this stuff ready to go, Greg? Well, I mean, that's not fair, Josh, because we we weren't prepared. <laughs> that that is actually the sound of our gunshots. <laughs> Fantastic! <laughs> yeah, shots fired. More song. Ding. Um, uh, yeah, no, I mean the the street beefs are real, man. Let's see, let's see how they respond if they got any game. I guess we'll find out. That's right. Should should we actually talk about soccer now? I guess. I don't know if it's worth it after that intro, but sure. Josh, take it away. Huh? <laughs> I wasn't ready. <laughs> Clearly. 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 Thanks for I, 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 Josh. <laughs> Listen. 
I've been working all day. I didn't, I haven't even had a chance to go over the agenda. All I did was write new kits because I wanted to feel like I was contributing something. Well, then I didn't know that we, I had a whole section. We how about we just don't let you read this section and you focus on the new kits later. Um, no, I'll read this section. Let me just read it first. <laughs> Yeah, listeners, just wait while Josh catches up. Uh, yeah, he's going to read some things. So, everyone, <laughs> um, our, we have a new number 10. What's his name, Greg? Evander Redeemer. Yeah. How many people are going to buy his kit? No one. no one. Nobody. I, I don't think he's earned the... I don't think he's earned it. I think he's going to have to have a killer season for people to want to put on his his shirt. That's a big number to hold. And I feel like, yeah, he needs to have a season before he owns that number. Um, what was he before? 20? Yeah, he was 20. Blanco was 10. And Blanco, right. when he the moment he stepped in to Providence Park, you could tell he was bought in. Like yeah. he was, this is my club, uh, ride or die, no matter what. Evander is kind of giving off some, some Armenteros vibes of like, eh, this is a paycheck Ooh. and I want that to change. I'm not throwing shade. I'm just saying he hasn't shown me yet. Armenteros was like, Again, I think probably one of the best strikers that will ever play for the Portland Timbers, pound for pound. Um, but I don't think he ever pretended, or he didn't sign some like long term, you know, big crazy ass DP contract. So I don't think they're a fair comparison to each other. And I do think the Armenteros is better than Evander. Um, however, I I understand what you're saying with your, your with your comparison. Like it's like, hey, you have to actually pretend that you want. To, to wear the number 10 here in Portland. And the fact that he's got it, I think, is a big deal. Uh, it's also a big deal that, you know, Sebastian Blanco is not here anymore, and so Evander is going to step into a new leadership role, and I hope he shows that on the pitch. And I Do think- you think that could have been a reason why he didn't want to leave? We gave him that number? I'm, I'm sure it's – I know it sounds silly, but I'm sure it's part of it in some way, shape, or form. Like you give me that number 10 and give me the leadership position yeah. and I will come out here and I will execute for, you know, this team. But it's a it's a weird – it's a weird thing. It's weird. So side note, that's just kind of interesting. So Shohei Otani joined the Dodgers this offseason oh and his number was taken by pitcher Joe Kelly. Joe and Kelly! Joe Kelly – actually offered that number to Shohei and like, you know, just as a goodwill thing. So Shohei to say, thank you, bought Joe Kelly's wife, a Beamer. What? No, he bought her a Porsche. Um, oh, it's a Porsche. Yeah. The, um, what's okay. the electric one called? Uh, starts with the a one, T. I forgot the, the name. I don't have, I don't remember, what? but I think he, didn't he get it? Yeah, like, it's like a, didn't he get like custom trim with like that Jersey number on the car somewhere? Yeah. And then yeah. like, yeah, and he delivered it to her. <laughs> yeah, wild. Anyway, yeah, back to Timbers. That's, that's pretty ballin'. Yeah. So yeah, that's pretty um cool. So it goes back to the question: Was is Evander going to get sold in the off season? And there were some pretty steady rumors, and I immediately shot that down. I don't know why that's even on the agenda. I think it was Greg who was saying that they're definitely going to sell Evander, 
Bullshit. <laughs> You're just saying that to rile me up, bastard. Greg always gets it's it wrong. Exa- it's exactly what I'm doing. <laughs> it, it, was, it was exactly me who said they were going to sell them uh, for the right, if the right price came along. But it's, I don't do it. Yeah, we reverse the accountability, so we share the love. Mutually assured destruction is what we were discussing before we hit the record button. So, mm-hmm. I so. just read an article that said that we have moved Anthony to uh, under 22 initiative spot, which has now taken away one of our designated player spots. I just read that like an hour. Wait, what ago. does that even mean? It means that we only have one open DP slot, not two. Yeah. There's a cap on how many senior DPs you can have. If you have a certain number of U 22 DPs. So I don't just so the listeners know, I don't agree with any of the MLS's rules and how they do anything. So I just don't even know what's going on 90% of the time. So thanks for the info, Greg. You're welcome. Thanks for <laughs> the input, Josh. Uh, okay. So speaking of DPs, do you think we're, what you remember, we didn't get our cool new DP. What's going on with that? Like, what do you think's happening? What are we doing? I'm trying to poke do Greg we, to see if he's going to say Do we all hate Phil now? Because, um, I mean, Gary, what's 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 who's what's his name? <laughs> There's Phil so many Neville. Nevilles, I can't keep up. I think it's uh, Phyllis <laughs> Neville. Phyllis. There, was, there was rumors going around. Does anybody remember his name? Rumors going around of uh, Stryker from Club America. Yeah. Does anyone remember his name? Was it? No, but was it him? Yeah, or something. So there's rumors going around. I don't, I don't, I'm not in on that. If that's got any smoke to it, I'm not in. He's old. His numbers have dropped off. But anyway, that's beside the point. That seems perfect for us. Earlier today, I get a text from an acquaintance who said his friend was on a plane to Mexico this morning and Merritt Paulson and other members of the FO were on that plane. Headed to Mexico. Really? Now he said Ooh, it kind of hot goss. He said it kind of looked like Merritt was going on vacation, but come on, who goes on vacation a week before the season opens? Like that fourth keeper? That <laughs> oh, we'll get to that. This this is a business trip. So I mean that being said, there's thousands of strikers in Mexico. However, where were they going? I didn't get a city. I just got the country. Well, that's huge. Yeah. <laughs> well, Mexico's not like 20 miles. <laughs> you know, it's like three, 4,000 miles long. But there's rumors of a possible Mexican signing. And then the owner, who's not supposed to be involved with operational stuff, on his way to Mexico. Oh, yeah. I wonder why with other members of the front office and he's not not supposed to be. Oh, interesting. Almost like he's dishonest. Oh, what do you think? But anyway, read in, read into all that. (laughs) Read into that what you will. So merits our new DP. That's what I read. (laughs) He would be a decent starting keeper. He's a giant bastard. That's right. <laughs> he, he'd bark at people from the from in between the sticks. He could block that racism. Block that sexism. 
<laughs> block here, block there. Oh my god. Yeah. Okay. Very, what very else do I got going on in my roster moves and random other shit? Bad. Possible Speaking. drama with Dyron Aspria. Oh. Oh, oh you're do you Oof. want me to do it or you do it? Yeah, you do it. I'm just getting us back on track. You do it. Oh, sorry. Okay, great, Greg. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for getting us back on track. Um, so he had an Instagram post the other day, a story that says, your boss is not going to die for you. You know, I don't really need to read the rest, but that's mm. pretty much the gist of it. I think you should read it. If something happens to you, they look for another employee to replace you. You do your job well, but don't wear yourself out. Do you spell wear right? Just sacrifice yourself for yourself, for your family, for your dreams, for your happiness. <laughs> so, obviously something's going on. What? Discuss. I mean, I'll talk about it first because I I think to have a true, truly good corporate culture the boss should have the mindset of they would die for their people because if you won't die for them, then they won't die for you. It's kind of, again, you, you work together to, to bring the right mindset to the table. Dairon Aspria, who I have spoken about on this podcast multiple times, has always been a uh, me first type of person in terms of what I've seen. And again, I know I've, I, I hold grudges too, obviously, but that slow walk off the pitch was the the slowest walk in the history of slow walks for yeah. a game in which we were losing. So I'm not surprised to see this, uh, you know, him him post something along those lines. However, I mean, certainly some shit's going down at camp, and I wonder if Dyron will have a diminished role. Although, given the injuries that we're apparently now having, which we will get to uh, right next. I'm not really sure that we have another person to to take a spot that won't be him. So it will be interesting to see how this plays out. Gregorius, what do you think? He has, in my opinion, reached club legend status at this point. With all the stuff, I, we were very hard on him for a long time. But you know, the amount of times he's come up big, the amount of times he's come up big in playoffs, he's Senior Novembre for a reason. Uh, I think he loves it here. He just, you know, he had some maturing to do and it really bums me out and doesn't give me a whole lot of hope for locker room culture. If somebody that tied to the Portland Timbers is getting a little, a little discouraged and Obviously, we needed to shake something up. That's the whole reason we even have a new coach to begin with. We missed the playoffs two years in a row. Players don't stay forever. That's fine. Uh, but it's concerning. So last year, we talked about this during one of the, the podcasts that we did. And it was who's going to have the first public spat with um, uh, with Gio Savarese. And I think it was Randy who who brought that up. And then... Uh, it ended up being, I was like, there's no way, dude, just calm down. And like, game one, it was Alias Ivicic throwing shit in a locker room and blah, blah, blah. And so it's already started, even with a new coach. I will say, because I did some journalisms while you were talking about him having, quote unquote, club legend status, which, <laughs> you know, I agree with you that I don't. 
I don't like it, but I he he is. Like what else would he be? Look, he's 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 done enough. We make merch with bicycle kicks on it. He's 31 years old and he did not have a great season last year and although his hair game was on fucking point. Uh, but what I would say is I'm not sure legend is is an appropriate is an appropriate term for him uh revered respected uh i don't know well what would you call all the legends that we have already they're how are they legends what like you know he's probably a million times better than all of them diego Diego valeri not no sorry not that diego chara you go a little sebastian blanco would you put Dyron is still Spriot. playing, dude. He's no legend. He's an active player. <laughs> it's definitely a legend. There's going to be a Dos Diego statue at some point out front of Providence Park. Would you put Dyron Espria in the same category as Diego Valeri and Diego Chara? That's the problem because sometimes, yes, but like the walking off the field slow was a real big kick in the ass. I would like just for the fans. And then also, but like, what is there a status underneath legends? Like pretty okay guy. I would not put Espria up there with Dos Diego's, (laughs) but I would put him with Blanco. Wow. I mean, I guess in fairness, he did score some amazing goals in the playoffs against Seattle when he had bleached his hair and hit that insane header. And we went on in the playoffs. That was a very good run. Um, and he was the catalyst for that. But what are you I, expecting of him? That's also another fair question. Maybe my expectations are too high for him, given his his salary and performance. He comes in, and sometimes he is amazing, and other times he does absolutely nothing. But like the amazing is amazing, <laughs> like you know. So what do we even say about that? Okay, so. I think we should. We're gonna. I'm gonna. This is a whole Morrisonic episode. Pat, <laughs> what do you think? Is he club legend status? I know you're the second largest fan of Diron Espria in the world, but is he club legend status? End scene. Doot, Insert doot, red doot. man joke here. Brata, <laughs> ding. <laughs> Greg, you want to talk about injuries? Yeah, we're starting off the season kind of rough. We got Marvin Luria out with knee surgery, uh, four to five months, I believe. That's supposed to be. I like him. You know, did you guys read that article that I sent? Somebody wrote Uh an article in Stumptown Footy making the case for him uh, to have a breakout season as a wingback versus as a winger, and I was bought in. I was like, yeah. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that. I've always loved Luria. He just hasn't been productive for a couple of years. And to see him with knee surgery out for half the damn season was such a blow. Um, what else we got? We got Claudio Bravo, our starting left back. Sorry, go on. No, I, I agree. That was going to tie into the Claudio Bravo part of the conversation where originally I said, we don't need to replace him because we have other people like Laria who can step in and do the role. And and then the the announcement of his impending surgery. Are all However, these new surgeries because of turf? I don't think we have enough time to talk about grass. <laughs> yeah, they're 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 because of turf and because we don't have relegation. 
<laughs> if, we, if we only had relegation, this would never happen. It's true. <laughs> Claudio Bravo, our starting left back, is out uh, for six weeks with his own knee surgery. When asked about it uh, at a post-training presser, uh, Phil Neville said he believes they have the depth to start the season without replacing him, which really made me scratch my head because do you want to you you want to show us what that depth might be? I don't think it's Eric Miller, but you're going to try it. by six me by six weeks. They met 12. Yeah, yeah. it's six weeks I, till he comes back to training, not till he's full force. Right. Yeah. So with Eric Miller being the backup left back, we don't have another one so if eric miller gets a red card if eric miller gets injured if it it, the we are in shambles on the the left back position and we are fine on right back because i listened to uh, i forget which podcast it was but even a bit more sonic now that i'm thinking about (laughs) it uh but Mascara was captaining the U23 Colombian national team, but they didn't make a tournament. So now he is back, uh, which is great for us. So we should be good to go from a right back perspective. We are very deep in center back. So you would assume that we could slide someone over if they had to play a left back. Or if you move into a three man back line and you have two wing backs uh, and instead of uh, it being a traditional defender, you just have someone who is a very traditional attacking winger who can just run back and try to stop something, but with a a left center back uh, taking taking control. But we're we're fucked, man. It's it's shitty. And then I also just read earlier today that Felipe Mora was not in training today and is looking doubtful for this weekend. Go team. Yeah. So who's our starting striker? Dyron? A guy who's not happy? I watch he's gonna come in, he's gonna suck it up. Sixteen bicycle kicks. <laughs> the craziest hair some... you've ever seen. Keep bantering, I'm gonna do some journalism. Okay. Um and that's about it. So dear journalism. Well what other strikers do we have? I don't even know. Did we so... let we let Nathan go somewhere, I think. Uh-huh. Forwards, we have Aspria, Mora, Moreno, mm-hmm. Icoba, Focaja, and Anthony. And the only other person there who is an out and out striker, is, two people are Focaja and Icoba. Icoba had a good match last year. Who do you play? Atlanta, I think. He did. He, he scored a goal, and there is a video of his brother like, yeah. in the stand screaming, That's my brother. And it also looks like Focaja, though, was loaned out. So, what? Yeah, to a USL team, I think. But he was good. Uh, Wait, so then we have no one. Yeah, that's the point. <laughs> we have no one. We should talk about this on the podcast. <laughs> Which podcast? On Morisonics. Oh, okay, cool. Good. Or you guys are going on Out of Roses after, right? Yeah. What if, What podcast were they a guest on? Oh, it's called like the... The DP or the Designated Player podcast or something like they that? They would be on the DP pod- podcast. <laughs> you heard it here first, kids. Uh, yeah, go go watch that. I think it's on YouTube and on the podcast channels, so you can watch it as well as listen to it. Give our 
give our homies over at Outer Roses some love. Yeah. Hey, that's a good idea. I think I will do that. They, they're good oh, dudes. My. They're nice guys. I wasn't listening to anything you said. They look like they might be gentle lovers is the way that I would oh. if I had to categorize them uh, for for how they present visually when we have tried to podcast together. Blooming roses. <laughs> I said gentle lover. That's all that I said. You brought it to a whole new level, Joshua. Okay, so you know what? We have five keepers. I just realized. We do. What are we doing about keepers. this? Situ- what are we doing about this situation, Greg? About keepers? We have five of them, Greg. I uh, put put one of them at left back. <laughs> <gasps> That's a Who's, good idea, Greg. Hunter, Hunter could be the starting striker. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, he's taller than everyone. Just kick it over the top. Aim for his head. So I thought he was at Crystal Palace. He, <laughs> training. Yeah. Also on on Morrisonic, I think they made a joke about his mom taking him on a field trip to Crystal Palace. <laughs> 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 signed his permission slip but so we have a clear starter in Kripo and that is is very obvious that it is yeah he's obviously our number one yeah and then there were the other two signings Pantamus and Muse I don't know I don't know if it's Muse or something uh the the way you pronounce it and then obviously Ivacic and Salt yeah there's no way that Eva Chich is on this roster. There's just no, no not fucking way, right? No. They're what are we waiting look- for? The season so- starts on fucking Saturday. Somebody willing to pay for him? I don't know. I think we're just keeping him in health, maybe, to sell him. Keeping him in yeah, good but, health. I mean, he's not even going to be registered. We have to re- – I forget when the registration deadline is, but there's – there's you were not registering five keepers in any way, right. shape, or form, and there's well, no way you? in hell he's going to T2. I think so, today is ro- roster compliance day. It's roster. Com- I listened to this on one of the MLS podcasts. It is roster compliance day for Inter Miami and other teams who are playing tomorrow, but not gotcha. for not for everyone else. I think everyone else is still Friday. Gotcha. Um, uh, but Salt must be going to T two or transferring out because there's no way. And there's I also don't understand the signings of like say Muse if. If there is a future plan for Salt, so I, I think Ivicic and Salt are gone, or at least to T two, and then the remaining three, uh, and like one of those guys isn't even going to play, which is again so weird to me. Pantamis is a starting MLS caliber keeper, and Muse played for Charleston Battery and was their starting keeper all the way up through the USL Cup run. And yeah. I just don't understand how you have that much talent who agree to come here and compete. Unless the signing of Cropo was, you know, the, a special addition they didn't know was going to happen after they had already gone down the path of signing the other two. Well, we always need a second keeper because our first one always gets hurt, and then we do a second one, and then the first one falls out of favor, and then the second one becomes the new number one, and then we have, and then they get hurt, and then we get a third keeper, and then we're like, "What the fuck's going on? We have no keepers." We are and gonna we're gonna lose Cropo anytime the Canadian national team plays games yep guaranteed so yeah and since it's qualifying oh no they don't have to qualify well they still play games right i mean there's still going to be games there's gold cup there's all kinds of shit in terms of the international he's got to stay in shape yeah he's Uh, playing he's our starter he's our number one 
Yeah. I, it's just, it's really interesting to be this far along in preseason and have five active keepers. I don't even know how you fucking train five active keepers and get them meaningful game time minutes in practice. So you can't. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. Again, Ivicic will be gone. And yeah. I, I am glad he will be gone. He never felt right in Portland, even though I did buy one of his signed jerseys during one of those stand-together auctions years ago. Um, Shocker. Yeah, I was excited. I thought he was going to be the bees, man. Dude, he was good. He was good until he um, decided to start beating people up. <laughs> He's fucking, I guess he is about that life. So when he shows Watch up out more on Sonic. Yeah, when he shows up on Cameo, we'll get him next. It'll be in some garbled Eastern European. Uh, and then it'll just be machine gun sounds and it'll be perfect. But yeah, maybe, so, you know, maybe he's being signed by um PDXFC. Ooh. Is there any uh any news about PDXFC that someone wants to talk about? I, I don't even know, Greg. You told uh, us something today. I don't follow them anymore. Oh, oh. I, I mean, well, I guess the there's that... no news about PDXFC. I saw that our former club, not legend status, but along the same lines of Dairon Espria to me. Uh, LA Jorge, Galaxy legend. Jorge, <laughs> Shivas uh, USA legend. That's where he played first. But Jorge Villafania, back to Portland, Oregon, to be the head coach of PDXFC. And again, I will say it, I really hope those people get the shit out of their ears and figure out how to run a football club because they're actively ruining something pretty damn cool. Uh, They dropped a league this season. They're not in USL anymore. Fucking no shit, really? They're playing in NPSL this year. Are you serious? Yeah. And it's only against like local teams, so... You guys want to start a St. John's FC supporter group and troll hey, them? My, parent, my parents are moving there. Yeah. Oh, Roy. Yeah, Roy boy. Roy, Roy boy, you're like the, the leader of Saint, the St. Saint John hooligans or something? Yeah, yeah, Roy boy, you're the first capo for our new St. John's yeah. hooligans. <laughs> Man, PDXFC to me is such a bummer. And, you know, there's obviously friends who are still involved in running the Black Arts Union, which – I commend them for continuing to to do some things, but but shit, man! Like they would have ran that club with the momentum that it had. the The supporters club was real, like in terms of actual yeah. people and like sizable amounts of people showing up and things happening. And ink a fucking deal where you can play your games in downtown Portland, and it just grows and grows and grows. Standard business: you have to spend money to make money, and. They should have done so with their broke-ass Kickstarter, where I still don't even understand how that uh, ended, but whatever. Now I'm just being bitter, and I should shut up. Because <laughs> we have friends who we care about that we want to have a good time doing what they're doing. I do not have friends that I care about, and I want everyone to have a bad time. Yeah, I think that's pretty clear. <laughs> so that's what's going on there. <clears throat> All right. Did someone just delete something? I did. What'd you delete? The promotion thing. Do we need what? to really talk about that? I don't know. Yeah, I want to talk about it from a. To, to, whoa, Ran, you just randied this agenda during the actual. <laughs> I episode. tried to strike. You didn't. You didn't even you strike through. You just fucking deleted it. Like right. I tried to strike to through, thing. and wow. I don't know how to do it. <laughs> wow. Spend I'm no sorry. Time I'm not this. a. I'm not yeah. a word master. 
Yeah. So the reason yeah. why I wanted to talk about the promotion calendar and say how the money have fallen earlier today, an email was sent from the Timbers front office outlining all of the giveaways that are coming up for this season and all of the special nights they're going to have in an attempt to sell tickets. And it's painfully obvious they haven't sold nearly enough tickets as they were trying to sell suites for like $2,000 or something like that. There was an email like, did you not get a suite ticket? You can get a suite with 25 yeah, of your friends. And, oh, by the way, we're going to have these towels that we're going to give to the first 12,000 fans. And promotions do happen with the Timbers. I've never seen it advertised this far in advance in the season to try to drum up interest to sell additional tickets. Like Merritt was of the few owners who was like, I don't have to do promotions because my stadium is full. I don't have to do international friendlies because my stadium is full. And that was like the first sign of like, that's not working like you want it to. So uh, I thought it was interesting. Thank you for trying to fucking delete it, Josh. You're welcome. Can you I don't care. I thought that more? was useless news. You're, you're useless. I am. I never said I wasn't. That's fair. I love you. you guys. Do you guys want to talk about new kits or not? Yes. There's some really nice things out there. Have you seen all the designs? No, will you share a link so that we can enjoy it together as opposed to... Oh, you did put yeah. it there. Never mind. <laughs> huh. Maybe you, you should have already had it open, ready to go. You just put it there. Don't even try to put it. I did not put it there. I put it there a long time ago. Okay, that so... a lie. This really sucks, but number one is Seattle. But their kid is pretty, pretty looking with the blue shorts. And I love their new crest, even though I hate them as all, just as humans in general. Oh, that's pretty good. You guys and think we were, so? We were, you don't like it? No. What don't you like about it? I think it looks like streaks in a newborn baby's diaper. Yeah, it's a throwback to one of their old 70s kits. Okay, it's like well, almost dead on. They were garbage in the 70s, too. Yeah, but like, look at ours. Ours, until like a week ago, I thought it was fucking pine cones. I mean, um, palm trees. Well, that's you're the idiot then. Well, I am. Well, <laughs> I don't ever look being, at them in person. Why are we being so hurtful to each other? Uh, we're I think not. Morrison is, is getting being, into our heads. Greg is being hurtful, and I'm just agreeing with him because I don't care okay, what Greg fair. says. Well, if you're going to say something nice about Seattle, I'm going to be hurtful. I prefaced it with I hate them and everything about them. And even I'd, in their... They got multiple cups in that picture. Oh, it looks like that's a CONCACAF something and a MLS cup. Yep. Go on. Wow. Keep talking about got? how much you love Ooh, Seattle. Look at those sexy boys. <laughs> and are those boots they're wearing? Oh, there's two. Oh, my God. They got two MLS cups in that picture. <laughs> Holy shnikes. <laughs> but no Cascadia cups. Oh, yeah, yeah. And wait, do they have an MLS's back? I don't no. think so. Do you know we what? We do. Only one team will ever have that trophy. Exactly, and, and us. that's us. And everyone oh, else can eat shit. So yep. I'm looking at these kits, and I just took a glance through the link that Josh supposedly put in before we started recording, which I, I don't think is the truth. But the... At rank number three is the Portland Timbers Nature Unites Us kit. And I would like to know, Josh, 
What do you think about this kid? I, at first, if you remember, I think a few episodes ago, I was said it was fake and no one's running a crest in the middle. And I said Adidas would never put their logo in the middle too with the crest underneath it. I was 100% wrong. No, Josh, stop. They've, ar- they've already this done This is where it. you blame Greg and you say that you were right the whole time. This is like What I'm wrong text. about is being friends with Greg. And he's horrible. <laughs> I don't and know I why him. you would say Adidas would never do that when they already had done that. When? With the LAFC's kits two years ago. Oh, that's right. Oh, well, I don't even pay attention to that shit, so I don't even know. You, yeah, you don't pay attention to your favorite team. I only, like okay. boot, I only like bootleg kits. Yeah, but um, it's a nice kit. It looks good, and it's good colors. But is this going to be our um, – are we rocking this for two years? I think so. That's so that was, we have this and a, and a green kit. Yes. Yeah. So we and have two was, green kits. No, we have one green kit. This isn't a green kit. It's a mother of pearl uh, with some green on it. So you're gonna call this like a home kit, oh, an away kit, or whatever. Yeah, this is the away kit replacing the heritage rose. Which oh, the heritage rose? The heritage rose kit is still again heritage up there. Rose. <laughs> Say it one more time, Josh. Heritage Rose. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I don't know why that's funny, but it's perfect. Uh, but I, I like the kit. I think this is going to be the first year that I don't buy one. Yeah, oh, you're buying one. I don't. I don't think so. I, I'm not down with that Debella sponsor. I just don't like it. Well, that's going forward. So what are you going to do? Not buy kits? No, I'm just going to buy NPO kits. Well, thank you. You yeah. should always buy NPO kits. And there may be new kits at some point in the future. And there's Whoa. also still some available right now. Was that a was that a teaser? Did you just no. tease something? I did not. Do you, you, need, to cut that? Do you need to cut that? No. no. <laughs> well... Wait, are you going to buy one of these kits with the the pine needles on it? I don't support front office anything, so oh, I will not. You now have not become, buy any merch from the front office. You've gone full circle, and now yes. you have become. Remember, a few years ago on this podcast, I bought my member. I renewed my TA membership when I took a year off because I was mad at them. Hmm. And then from that point on, I was 100% in. That's fair. And I, uh, full 360. Oh, no, it's 180. 180. Greg, <laughs> will you purchase the new kit? You purchased a bootleg. I ordered a all, bootleg all bootlegs. this afternoon, and it costs $23.75, including shipping. And how long does it take to get here from China? Last Please. year, it took about eight weeks. I like how just off your uh, your kit is from last year, where it's still <laughs> passable, but it looks like a third grader's art project where they were trying to copy and mimic a design. If it's standing on its own, it looks authentic. If you put it next to an authentic, it's like, oh, no. <laughs> like, uh, oh, they just took this, like, yeah, whatever JPEG they found online and just, like, spread it across the whole kit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Well. I mean, I think it's fun. Uh, I 
without pimping everything for NPO, I really do like the idea of a supporter kit. So in a year when I'm not attached to the front office one, I have something new and fresh to wear, which I will yeah. be gladly doing with my with my green no pity umbro kit. Umbro, perfect choice. Oh, umbros are the best. Yeah. And that kit fits so nice. It's Does like it? made for just um us casual fat fucks. <laughs> so is like double XL too big? I haven't worn yeah, mine yet. I, I got mine. I would always size up on a jersey, and I yeah. got mine in an extra large, and it fits like a large, so it's like perfect. Oh. Can I can I exchange mine if I haven't worn it? Probably. Well, I mean, you're the boss, right? Yeah, that's how that works. <laughs> <sighs> Just email me, Josh at stupidloser dot com. Yep. Yep, that's what the email address is, folks. There you go. Minnesota uh, has really nice kits with that galaxy image across it. So I'm reading the review, and we will share this link in the in the show notes, maybe. Uh, I don't know how that ever happened, so maybe it won't happen. But it's ranked number 24 of the 29 kits and saying it's not very good. But I still think it looks pretty damn good. I think it looks really good. I and think it's perfect with their like Stripe City one they had last yeah. year. I think there's too much going on with it. You do, but FC Dallas even at 26, it, lo- that's, it looks like that's a hot kit. It looks like you ever go into like a gift shop at a national park, and oh there's my God, it's exactly there's that. yeah there's there's that t t shirt that has like a wolf howling at the moon. I was gonna say it should have like a wolf on top of a van with like some goddess with like a pitchfork yeah yeah yeah. so like a big moon and then a bunch of trees and then a wolf howling and then the stars are in different colors but the rest of it's in like off-white colorado should have done a kit like that because they just released all those wolves in colorado so (laughs) that would have been like perfect timing but i know these things get made like years in advance the other thing too here is number twenty nine, which is Toronto, so last ranked. I think it's a perfect fucking kit. I like a clean kit. It looks good. It's cl- like it looks the exact opposite of what you're wearing right now. What me? Yeah. What do you mean? It's like like this flipped? Shirt? Yeah, it's just red, and that's red and white, and that's white and red. For the record, I am wearing the Serbian national team shirt from I think like five years ago. I don't know. But it matches. Like, it's like, you know, just a clean, simple kit. Yeah. Uh, the one that sponsor. looks awful. Uh, number 19, New York Red Bulls legacy kit. Pile of shit. Yeah. And the one that looks really good, I don't even think it's on here, was, I, God, I hate even saying this, it was Houston. Oh, really? Their, like, away kit was, like, dark purple with, like, orange highlights. Oh, it doesn't look good in the picture, number four. But um, uh, okay, okay. But it's actually like a dark. It's a darker purple than that, so it looks really cool. But I'll put the notes in the. Uh, I mean, I'll put the link in the notes so everyone can follow the, along with us. The caption under Houston Dynamo is: Did Houston just make a better Orlando jersey <laughs> than Orlando? <laughs> <laughs> And then we're supposed to get a third kit, which is not yet released. Right. Yeah. We're one of the lucky ones, right? Yeah. There's only like a few. I think there's only like eight clubs that got them. And what I've seen of mock-ups, it looks pretty cool, but I don't know if it's legit or not. I thought this one was fake. (laughs) So I'm just going to keep my mouth shut. Mm -hmm. 
I wish we had some insider at, at Adidas who could leak stuff to us. We yeah, make one some of our friends. one of our followers should work for Adidas and could go over there and find out what's going on, and then send us an email at <laughs> portlandvanity at gmail dot com or onlyfans. Yeah, or yeah, send us a DM at onlyfans yeah. slash yeah. users slash John J. T. Everett. <laughs> Two T's. Double T, baby. Uh, um, but, all right, well, cool. Well, yeah, Josh, I think you should share the, the link. And, I will. Uh, I, I am not going to – I'm not buying one. I'm saying it right now on this podcast. Okay. It's not happening. So next week we'll see it in your closet. Yes. Uh, but right now I am definitely not buying one. Jonathan, you want to tell us about some um, – 107-ish news? Yeah, sure. Hey, why the hell not? This is a big things happening, right? Yeah. First thing I want to do is I wanna I wanna plug the, the the onward podcast being done by Brian May and our new president, Dominique Whitaker. Woo 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 Yeah. Big shout out. The the 107ist recently had elections, and I would like to commend everyone who who voted and uh, to publicly shame everyone who did not. I think everyone who is an active member should definitely take part in the voting process. I got to work the elections this year as one of my responsibilities, and it was really intriguing to see how it's done from the other side. A couple lessons learned on things to do better, but uh, from the elections, we did uh, do our corporate elections at the board level. And so Dominique Whitaker is the president, as we again gave her a huge high five. And my long term con plan has worked. I am quietly manipulating everything behind the scenes to become the grand, grand, grandest ruler. Uh, all right. So uh, Dominique Whitaker, elected president. Very exciting. I, your own Jonathan Everett, have been elected as a vice president because I conned Dominique into becoming president. So, Josh, get to work. Thank you. Uh, and then ooh, hang Jonathan Everett. Hang Jonathan Everett. <laughs> That's right. I can't wait to do a January 6th for Dominique. <sighs> it's going to be amazing. <laughs> yep. That's what we're here for. We're here for you, fearless leader. Whatever you need us to do, we will do it. We will all fall in line. And then uh, Sunday White is the new board secretary, which is also very exciting because she is such a visible presence in the, the North End. And it's cool to have her serving in that capacity. And then Don Bauman, who has been the treasurer, even though she is no longer on the board, it is the one position that does not have to be an elected official. So uh, she is going to continue on in her treasurer responsibilities, which is very, very much appreciated because she's awesome at it. And the the other bit of big news that I just wanted to quickly mention and would love for you guys to throw in your thoughts about this is um, the the much anticipated and excited announcement of the new space. At 1737 Southwest Morrison, formerly known as Rack Attack, we are consolidating all of the operations of what was the Fan Laden, the warehouse, and the pop-up store at 1919 into one building, and are going to turn it into the destination for all your 107-ist Rose City Rivers and Timbers Army needs. 
and we did a huge move over the weekend. Thank you to the what it was, it was like seventy volunteers showed up, which is I think amazing. Some of the best engagement that's ever happened um, in terms of getting people to all come on the same days to do one very specific task. There was a moment there where Greg and I were carrying the trophy case from the fan lot and up the street uh, and into. Uh, into the new location and tons and tons and tons of things happened. It was really weird to see the fan lot in itself being basically empty. It's like 90% gone, like fixtures and everything. And uh, the, the warehouse, same thing. And then, you know, Josh, you did a ton of merch setup. Greg, you were doing tons of TIFO setup uh, in terms of like getting the new space rip roaring ready to go. But I think as an organization, we're very excited to actually have this be public information. little fun inside info has been going on since November, uh, early November, end of October in terms of considering the space. And finally, all the stars aligned and, and we're happy, happy to have it work on a ton of things. Lots of news will be coming out in the next month or so. So keep your eyes peeled and come down and hang out with us. It is no, it's not a cool kids club because me, Greg, and Josh are in it. So it's guaranteed <laughs> that anyone who is a loser like us can come hang out with other losers like us. Uh, Please and, come and get involved. Please hang out with us. Yeah, please be our friends because we don't have any. Um, I don't even think anyone there even likes me except for maybe Josh. I don't like you, but um, you keep buying me things, so I have to like you. Did I? Okay, I'll, I'll keep buying you things. I don't know. You haven't bought me anything. You just make me work for free. That's true. That is true. <sighs> yeah. Greg, anything you yeah, want to add about the space? Are you excited? Oh, it's amazing. The space is awesome. It's gorgeous. It's beautiful. Uh, everybody should come down and take a look uh, before or after a match. There's going to be parts that you can't see or get into right now because, you know, it's not put together yet. It's going to take some time. Uh, but at least, you know, come and check out what you can because it's exciting. And the thing I kept hearing all weekend long during the move was a lot of people who've been around for a while, but maybe haven't been as involved of late, just commenting on how this is like reinvigorating them to get involved again. And that's one of the things that we're most excited about is getting this culture going the way that it once was back in 2015, back in 2016. Uh, so yeah, it's really exciting. Hey, that's really nice. Yeah. What an excellent summary. You're such a, you're such a lovely guy. Hey, thanks. Do you want to tell them about your, um, the bathroom in the TIFO space? <laughs> um, I think I saw the girl from the ring climb out of it. <laughs> For anyone who doesn't get that context really quick, there are two stories. Uh, the second story is a parking garage where TIFO will happen, and there is a bathroom up there that I am not sure has been used since 1971, and it, but looks like it was used by ghosts since 1971. <laughs> it, is a, it is a terrifying hole of despair. By the time we're painting TIFO in there, it will be replaced. So, like, don't be scared to come paint TIFO. There will be a new bathroom. But Oh, there are plenty of bathrooms in the space. Yeah. Uh, and there will just be a ghost using the bathroom with you at the same time. Yeah. Uh, Every bathroom is top quality. Yeah. So feel free to um, best, use them at your own risk. Best toilets ever, especially in the TIFO space. Use them before they use you. <laughs> 
Oh, hot damn. So, all right. Well, yeah, that's, I think that was the big exciting announcements. I'm very, very pumped about. We're like bookending this whole podcast with um, more Sonic, pretty much. God, I'm sick of talking about more Sonic. <sighs> but I love them, but I hate them. Yeah, I, I, I don't hate them at all. I just think it's fun. Listener Wait. questions from Morrisonic. If this year's team was one of those godforsaken pop punk bands that you guys seem to love for some reason, which godforsaken pop punk band that you love for some reason would it be and why? Ooh. Greg, are you going to answer first because you have the best answer? It wasn't my answer. That was chat GPT's answer. It's always your answer, Greg. Just take the credit for it. You, <laughs> you had to type the question into chat GPT. You answer. Oh, I was just going to steal your chat GPT answer. Oh, then you read it. Uh, hold on a second. I will pull it up. While he's looking that up, uh, long jumping weight 655 on Reddit asks, are any of you going to the season ticket holder forum tonight? The answer is no. I did not even know that was happening. Is it at the stadium? I think so. Let's go. Oh, I signed up for that. <laughs> no, it's at the. But that doesn't Porsche, mean I'm going. The Porsche. Oh, it's at the Porsche right? place. Yeah, right next to REI. My son is a box on Reddit. Asks any players or positions you think the team should be targeting for the two DP slots, which we need to alter. That we now only have one DP slot as Jonathan learned earlier because mm-hmm. of the U22 thing. Uh, and I think we already talked about this earlier too, that we need a striker because more I heard. I've been out. hearing, I've been hearing rumors that Wes Burns is um, coming over from Ipswich. Oh my God, dude. He scored two beauties today. Mm. Unfucking believable. I know. Before I answer Morrisonic's dumb question, the only thing that I would say about Ipswich Town today was they were up three to one against like a team in last place. And then they give up the game tying goal in 90 plus four on a penalty. And then one in 90 plus five uh-huh. when Chelsea Looney <laughs> or Mari Hutchison scored. I wouldn't even call it a scream. It was more like a dinker. Like it wasn't anything yeah. impressive, but it went in the fucking net. And that was. I was watching it, and when they gave a penalty and they scored, I turned it off because I was like, I'm not even going to watch anymore. And then when my dad texted just a few <laughs> minutes later, he's like, oh, three points. And I was like, what game are you watching, Roy Boy? I know you don't even have this on TV. And sure as shit. He I was, was right. shocked that he was, like, on time with, like, how was he watching it? I don't know, man. <laughs> he just I think he just watches the internet on his phone where it shows. Oh, okay, like, that's what I did. I was just watching it, like, the commentary. Because yeah. it wasn't on TV. So the Mighty Ipswich Town either. is now in third place, but tied on points for second place with Leeds United, working towards a, a very uh, intense end of the season, which I hope to be an automatic promotion to the Premier League, which will be very <laughs> yeah. awkward because then Spurs are going to crush them and it's going to be a sad day. So, or not. Mm-hmm. You know, they could be like a Leicester situation and just like win the league. Could you imagine? <laughs> oh. No, I can't wild. imagine. Yeah. All right. We'll just move to Ipswich. Oh my god, it's you would hate it. Um oh, but it. yeah, it's it is fun. Uh it's like the character Ali G is basically yeah. Ipswich. Um and uh but really, really, really poor whites. <laughs> like yeah. Greg. Yeah, yeah, exa- exactly like Greg. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> actually to a T, Greg. Yeah, that is <laughs> yeah. 
So, all right. Back to Morris Sonic's question. Uh, and thank you, Chat GPT. If the Portland Timbers were a 90s skate punk band, they might be likened to no effects. Here's why. Community and culture. No effects, much like the Portland Timbers, has a dedicated fan base that thrives on a unique culture. The Timbers Army, similar to No Effects' fans, is known for its passionate support, creating an inclusive community around their team. No Effects' music often re- revolves around themes of anti-establishment and social commentary, resonating with a community that values authenticity and a sense of belonging, qualities that mirror the spirit of Portland. Underdog spirit. No effects has always embraced an underdog DIY spirit. DIY, sorry. Staying true to their roots and often eschewing mainstream recognition for artistic independence and integrity. The Portland Timbers, especially in the context of the larger MLS, can be seen as embodying a similar spirit. They're not always the biggest name in the league, but they have a gritty, determined quality that has endeared them to fans and helped them achieve success. Enduring presence. Just as no effects has sustained a long career in the punk scene since the 80s, and Timbers have a storied history that predates their entry into Major League Soccer in 2011. The club was established in 1975, and like no effects, they have navigated ups and downs to maintain a significant and lasting presence in their respective fields. Iconic and distinct, both no effects and the Portland Timbers are known for their distinctive identities. No effects musical style, characterized by fast tempos, catchy melodies, and humorous lyrics, sets them apart in the punk scene. Similarly, the Timbers are recognized for their unique traditions, such as the Timbers Army and the ritual of sawing a log slice for every goal, scored at home games, highlighting their iconic status in MLS. In essence, if the Portland Timbers were a 90s skate punk band, their embodiment of community spirit, underdog resilience, enduring presence, and a distinctive identity aligns closely with what no effects represents in the punk music world. I guess. I mean, you, know what, you know what the funniest part of all that is? What? I don't even like no effects. I mean, me either. Like, they're fine. <laughs> like, the decline was kind of fun. Um, but I love that, the decline, but like, you know, you've seen them a thousand times. It's like boring at this point. Yeah. And I would, I, now that I read that entire answer, uh, and again, thank you, chat GPT for providing such a well thought out and articulate response to a dumb question from Borisonic. But the question back to them is what, did we ever present that we liked pop punk? Is that like some, I mean, I don't hate pop punk, but I don't think it identifies us as a podcast, does it? Not really. Greg likes poppy punk. Randy liked, uh, Randy likes like Midwestern, yeah, like Midwestern punk from the 70s. And you and me like hardcore. (laughs) Yeah, like hardcore and metal. I don't understand like where the reputation comes from. Is it, is it maybe he thinks our, uh, our intro theme song, which is clearly better than theirs, um, uh, is does that does that give us a pop punk? Um, uh, I don't know. Like, I so Pat, you know, back to you. Um, starting eleven uh, metal bands that people have heard of. Uh, <laughs> metal is the most unfun music. Like it is. There's nothing fun about metal. It's too far up its own ass. 
It takes itself too seriously. There are all these like, ooh, I got to hit all these nested tuplets perfectly every single time, but they don't know what the fucking nested tuplet is. I don't know what that is either. Is it like busk- busking in a on an obelisk? Does yes. it involve something about Josh's mom? She's dead. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Sorry. Speaking of dead moms, if anyone um, has a dead mom, hit me up and I'll send you a sticker. Oh, is that the, what is that? The DMC? My dead mom? Yeah, the dead moms club. Yeah, no. Hurricane Fran is 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 gonna is gonna persevere, man. Um, she's a uh, she's not gonna go hang out with your mom in hell for at least another ten years. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. Well, I think those were Predictions. the main listener questions. The other one was in relation to the striker situation, and uh, do do we know of a DP striker that's available and. The answer is no. So we'll see what happens. But yeah, let's uh, let's jump into some predictions. And it's weird to think that we are we're going to do some predictions for a game that's happening on frickin Saturday. Oh, when so, I saw you right? wrote this down, I was like, whoa, wait a minute. We're already doing predictions. Oh, yeah. yeah the season okay. starts in like five days. Yeah, this agenda is really long. Uh, it actually is a long agenda, but we're around the time that we normally would be. Uh, yeah. Although we are going to add the Red Man clip, and there's one area I would really prefer that Greg cuts out from earlier. Um, uh, but uh, Timbers <laughs> versus Colorado, Saturday, 2.24, 7.30 p.m. Pacific time, right here in your very own city of Portland. Greg, what's the score? 1-0 to Portland. Oh, wait! Did we even talk about preseason? Like, I don't even know the scores. No, dude. Like, we won one and lost the rest. You can't Uh, even fucking watch it, so I can't even get excited about it. I know. I was so pissed that I keep. It has like a logo and a website and all this stuff, but you can't watch it unless you're there. I think we beat Sporting one nil, but we lost all the others. But last year we were undefeated in preseason and we missed the playoffs. So who cares? Yeah, I'm thinking. 2-1, 2-1, or oh, goddamn, maybe 3-1, 2-1, Portland. I think we're coming out strong and then going to fail 3-1 the rest of the season. Portland wins. Josh, I I respect your enthusiasm. I'm just like, we don't have a starting striker. I'm not really sure where that three comes from unless, again, we... Yeah, but what if Evander turns on, like, now that he has a different number? Okay, well, I am going to go... With my tried and true four to two win, um, <laughs> Portland wins, and it's gonna yeah. be it's gonna be a banger. The team is gonna be fired up. Uh, I was gonna just say Kamala Harris, but it's Kamal Miller, right? I'm gonna I can't remember his name now. The new defender, and Tim Howard. Yeah. So, so you don't know where Josh's three goals are coming from, but you're predicting four. Yeah, of <laughs> I mean, like, that a, yeah, of yeah, like Phil we always Neville. win four two. Yeah, we always we always <laughs> win four to two. Um, yeah, I think I think I'm feeling I'm feeling pretty good about that prediction. And you thinking Neville comes on and scores three? Yeah, uh, I I think he I think he does score three. So, and then one last thing that I want to report on before we move into the schedule for the rest is there was something else here posted on the internet that I think is very interesting. Translated from Portuguese by Google. Evander from Portland Timbers regrets not having signed with Flamengo. 
There was almost an agreement with Flamengo. I would really like to have gone. As a career objective, it was very interesting for me to return to Brazil to a big club to be able to have a chance to reach the Brazilian team. But here, the club also has it was a project for me, so it didn't work out very well. I've only been here for one year, so I have to do my best here at the club. I'm focused. I've already changed the key. So, maybe he was actually trying to get his ass on out of Portland. I think he was. And now I want to. Now I'm mad. Yeah, that's um, uh, that is uh, wow. Because it's always like club above players, and like if he's not wanting to be here, don't let him be here. Ooh. Why wouldn't you have said this earlier? <laughs> yeah, this is and this is new because it's like in front of a Debella logo, and you guys aren't in that lovely Facebook group called PTFC Wonderland where this is, but. Uh, that apparently happened. So, oh yeah, you're an admin on there, right? Yeah. Yep. Wow, look at you. You're really in charge of everything nowadays. I told you I'm trying to become the gr- <laughs> <laughs> the greatest guy in the world. La la la. Yeah. Hey, um, Greg. I mean, I know we have this match coming up on Saturday where we all have the correct predictions in terms of a Timbers win, but. I mean, the season's starting. What else we got coming up? Uh, all Saturday matches. We got another home match on the second against DC United. And then we hit the road on a little road trip Ooh. at NYCFC on the ninth and at Houston on the 16th. Holy crap. We're playing in Texas, not in the summer, guys. <laughs> I think we light Houston up. I know they've had our number, but I really feel like this is our time. Who did DC United just sign? I don't know. They signed someone from Premier League, I think. I don't keep track of any any Eastern teams. Um, Journalism. Journalism. DC United. DC United. DC United. Players in. Still, it's not showing up as anything. Oh. Um, no, that's Aaron Herrera from CF Montreal. Uh, I thought they signed someone from something. Oh, wait. Huh. I also do think it's really funny uh, that our our match is against Colorado this Saturday, which is my least favorite team to play in MLS because it's so boring. Speaking of boring oh things, God. Greg, did you get any boring tattoos? Oh, yeah. I went down to the flash sale at Thought Crime Tattoo, and I got uh, the words soccer is boring tattooed on my forearm. Yeah. (laughs) And Gab uh, got soccer is so boring tattooed on uh, for hers. Josh, you did not get a tattoo, right? I am going to get the salt girl one probably maybe tomorrow or the next day, depending on time. Nice. Colin's going to be there tomorrow, so which is Wednesday. So I'll probably go if he's there, if I don't have the child, I don't know yet. Well, or even maybe bring her. She, she was there when tattoo. I got my forearm. So yeah, she's fine. Oh, let's also plug uh, tomorrow night. I think this, this episode will probably drop on Wednesday on Wednesday night. 
uh, we're going to be meeting up with the Outer Roses guys to go over our pre- predictions from last season and see how we did. <laughs> oh, I'm sure mine are perfect. Ooh, uh, yeah. Do you even remember them? Uh, I, I know one of them involved Jaroslav Nizgoda and being like an absolute beast and having a breakout like 20 goals. <laughs> Yeah, something along those lines because I was like floating on clouds of optimism. But when they call me oh, on it, I'm just going to hang up. So it's fine. Yeah, I, I think I predicted we win Cascadia Cup, Ooh. which we were one match away. Uh, we probably I don't know if we're going to re- mirror release that on our channel or not. But if we don't go, go check out Outer Roses. Uh, we probably should mirror release it. Yeah. Um, it was uh, it would be it would be nice. But anyway. Yeah. Uh, what was it? What was the name of that tattoo? Thought crime. Thought crime tattoo. Thought crime. Yeah, it's they are great. Owned and operated by Timbers Army members. Nice. They do the tattoos and they did a flash sale for the TA and the Riveters. And uh, do you oh. guys think we should do a flash sheet of PVSP stuff? Would you guys get tattoos if we did that? The oh, listeners? When you say, oh, when you say you guys, do you mean me and Greg or do you mean our listeners? Listeners. Listeners. We know Greg gets shitty tattoos. <laughs> That's such an offensive thing to say. I love it. <laughs> it's like um, one time I got a tattoo and my buddy Chip in Seattle was like, oh, that looks bad. And I was like, fuck you, man. Oh, no, I love Greg's tattoos. No, I'm just talking. They're not about shitty it. tattoos. They're quality tattoos. They're just really stupid. Quality tattoos with shitty designs. For those <laughs> who don't know where, you know, you have like a picture of a pig and you say, this is the chopper. This is the whatever, the loin. I love blah, that blah. one. Greg has that tattooed. It's very well done. And then he went and did another one, which was a potato. And it's sectioned off with like scalloped, mashed, and a bunch <laughs> of other things. And it's, it's honestly that when you show me that tattoo is quite possibly one of the best tattoos I have ever seen. <laughs> Um, but josh i will join you and i will get a a salt girl tattoo with you where are you gonna put it um for like right at my elbow like right above my elbow probably i think i'm gonna put mine on my lower left leg because it's gonna be floating by itself so it's like if i start there at least i can fill in if it's just like sitting on my forearm it's gonna look weird yeah, I, I'll fair. I'll go with you guys and get the same one if if Jonathan yeah, pays for it. if Jonathan pays for it. No, I already paid for Redman. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's either Redman or tattoos. Yeah, I uh, I'm definitely in for uh, for doing that at some point. I won't do it tomorrow, but I also like the idea of a PVSP. Um, I, no one would ever get one except for no. me and Greg, and I don't even think Josh would. I would. Uh, I don't wouldn't? care. I would. You would? Would you get it on your knuckles? Yeah. It just says PVSP. If I didn't already have two knuckles done, I would fully have done PVSP on my knuckles. That'd be fucking horrible. That'd be so fun. <laughs> I would, I would be I like, ever, PVSP sucks. <laughs> if I ever win the lottery, I'm going to get hand toes on my knuckles. Um, <laughs> that's that's my that's my goal. But all right. I think I think we did it. We did it. Greg, closing track. Closing track is going to be Failed Imagineer by Propagandi. It's one of their newer ones oh. off their uh, 2017 release, which is titled Ooh. Victory Lap. And uh, Propagandi new? Ugh. It is a great song. And much like the Timbers, 
Oh, this might be a better answer to uh, Pat's question. Much like this year's Timbers, this song is both complicated and kind of sad. Oh, just like, oh, what yeah, kind of mood are like, you in, Greg? Yeah, I was like, that's uh, that is. I was thinking like, we are the champions vibe. Um, you know, um, nope. More. I'm starting out the season with a song that has the word "failed" in the title. <laughs> <laughs> Josh, funny. where and how do they reach us? Okay. Um, you can email us at portlandvanity at gmail.com. Leave us a voicemail, 503-583-4235. Our Instagram is portlandvanity. Our Twitter is pdxvanitystalker. We also have a playlist on Spotify. Search Radio Free PBSP. Every song you hear on this podcast is added to that playlist. We are also available now on iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Music, Google Play, and everywhere else you choose to listen to podcasts. And that's it. Let's have a drink Back when the world ended Your great-grandfather had wrote Letters of apology to all of those Families of the men Who could let you vote Hunted till his dead Find that lock out of the coast Lie, you rival Great crowd that came back from one death Transformed into a damaged By the man Never spoke of the slaughter We have more listeners than you, Morrisonic. Go eat shit. Oh, my God, Morrisonic. Our last podcast has 900-plus listens, and we don't know how that happened. Yeah, it was kind of actually – It was we, crazy. We were shocked when we looked at the numbers. But it was a we, good one. We, just, it was, we yeah. just looked at it today, and we were like, what the hell? <laughs> Chris Duvall, man. Cheese you thing. guys keep promoting us, and I think people are listening. Yeah. Thanks.
But it's all yeah. about cheesesteak. We yeah. love him. At this point, we have more listeners than uh, Soccer Touchdown. That's really? Yeah. How did that happen? I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I get emails and people are like, we really like your voice, Josh. And your commentary. <laughs> You're the reason we listen. <laughs> Thank I mean, you for all you do. That tracks. That totally tracks. <laughs> um, uh, actually, that, those are all of me that I, I send to you from chat GPT. Um, <laughs> oh, uh, shit. Whisper. Do, how often do you guys use chat GPT? Never. I don't. Never? Never. I use, I use, I have a, um, I'm pushing stop AI now. Gener- Why? This is, this is, this is killer content, Greg. This is all outtakes. <laughs> <laughs> I have an AI generator that I use to generate images. If, if this is your first time listening to us, first of all, welcome. And second of all, yes, we're like this all the time. And we still um, somehow get more listens than more Sonic. Boris. Oh my god. I don't understand why you guys are listening to us and how so many people are listening to us right now. Hey. People come it's, to us. Who are they coming they just, here for? They they had a shitty day at work and they don't have a dog. That's why oh. they listen to Portland Vanity Soccer podcast. If everyone in the world had a dog, no one mm. would listen to this podcast. That's my that's my guess. Oh, that's true cuz I don't listen and I have cats. Well, I mean that. Well, you do have a feral dog child, though. Yes, that's true. Canine child. 